0: well it's safe to
1: say we probably never met even still if a betting man was i i'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life soaking wet but do not fret chin up my friend a little bit of rain is not how this thing ends but
0: sometimes we forget so if you understand let me see those hands cause everybody needs a little hope Welcome to HOPE, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley
1: Jackson. Well, good morning, guys. We're coming to you live from the Super Talk Studio here in downtown Corinth on a dreary Thursday morning. It's the last Thursday of the year, and we're excited about today's show. I'm Wesley Jackson of the Freedom Center and Living Free Ministries and I've got my good buddy Bobby Caps in the booth here with me of Crosswind Ministries. Uh, Tommy's not going to make it today, but no worries. He sent his better two-thirds today to, to get his back. Guys, uh, we've got three guests in the booth with us. we got Robbie Crane from Tishomingo.
2: Uh, Robbie? Hey, man, it's good to be here with you this morning. Yeah. I see you brought your better, better to I, I did, man. Son. I huh? did, I knew what I was doing, man. I, mm-hmm. I did, I brought my son. He's uh, he's in from Mobile for uh, the holidays with us, so we're getting to hang out a little while. Well, we're oh. excited to have you guys, Jordan.
1: We're glad to have you with us Thank this you. morning. Maria?
3: Good morning.
1: Yeah. Bobby, you're not going to talk? I'll wait. I'll wait, okay. Well, we're coming off the Christmas season. We've had a big event this week, uh, just coming off the Christmas Day meal, and we wanted to follow up with that, starting off... Uh, Maria, you started the Christmas Day meal, I guess, eleven years ago.
3: Yes, uh, the Christmas of 2012.
1: Okay, and and that that was birthed out of a uh, a place of hurt that you yeah. were you were dealing with a season of loss. And... Yes,
3: my mother had passed away um, the week of Christmas in 2011. Um, coming up on Christmas of 2012, I knew um, wanted to do something different, and so. I asked Tommy if we could do like a traditional Christmas Day meal at our living free building yeah and um, he's I think he was just trying to help my feelings he's like I don't know if any anybody will show up but let's do it and um, we had about 300 people that year and um, a couple of years later and so we kept doing it Um, and it was home-cooked meal Um, our Sunday school helped we just did everything like we would do it if we were at our house or at our grandmother's house was what I was trying to recreate, really. But um, so a couple of years later, Brandon Quinn, who was the uh, principal at Auckland Central High School, came to us and said, we would like to take part in your your day and help. And we'd like to open the, the um, cafeteria and the kitchen up. And so... At first, I was kind of hesitant because I was afraid we'd leave, lose that homey, you know, close kind of feel. The personal, yes, and vibe that's is. what I was—that's okay. what I was going for. For anybody who did not have somewhere to go, I wanted them to feel like they were at home. Um, but it worked out. Um, it opened the door for us to feed the um, prisoners. Uh, we fed this year. We fed about f- anywhere from four hundred twenty to four hundred fifty prisoners. Yeah. Um, that's the state side, the city, the county, and. Um, juvenile and so um anyway that was a blessing um all all on its own um we get phone calls and thank yous from the family members of people who are in jail and so it's important for us to know because you know that's somebody's child it's somebody's mother somebody's Mm -hmm. son you know wife daughter everything um so it's important for us to show them that you know we think about them too
1: somebody cares yeah, yeah. As, as someone that's spent a holiday or two behind bars I mean I can can only imagine how that was received because mm-hmm. one of the big things you have every day when you're there is uh, food it's like one of the big events happening every day. There's not a lot going on. So I, I know the guys in the in the jail system was greatly appreciative. Oh, that.
3: yeah, that's why, you know, we wanted it. We try to get it there while it's warm. Yeah. And, you know, we want Fresh. it to be like if mm-hmm. they were at their mama's house or their grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and the heroes of the day are Larry and Odara Betts. They're there before the sun comes up. Yeah. Um, he, he starts cooking weeks in advance. Um, he starts preparing, and so... Another thing is there's a lot of people who come in early, um, and to me, you see people who don't really feel like they're important, but they come, and I'm talking about they are important there. You know, they are pulling meat off the bone, they're opening cans, they're cooking, they're cleaning, they're doing the dishes, um, and it's always fun to watch it play out. When I walked in um, on Sunday, there were like five pecan pies there and my thought was, oh my gosh, we only have 5 pies. <laughs> yeah. and that's not enough. And so, not long after that, we had 534 cupcakes show up. Um it's a le- it's these couple of ladies in a neighborhood that just they cook all of them. They've done it for several years now, which that helps us because it covers the jail ministry, yeah. you know, that we do. And so, um and then not long after that, other desserts came in and so we ended up running out of desserts, but it it wasn't because we had, didn't have enough, it's because we had so many people there. People showed um, up. So yeah, yeah. we served 800 to-go plates, and then we, I don't know how many, we, didn't, we lost count of how many people actually came in and ate, but mm-hmm. my favorite picture of the whole day was, um, there was a puzzle at one of the tables and there was like six kids and a couple guys doing that puzzle, mm-hmm. and it just, that just warmed my heart. You know, that was just, it was just the sweetest thing to watch them all day people would walk by and like put a puzzle piece here or there and then you look up and it's like a whole little group sitting there working on it. Well, it's just so sweet.
1: That's uh that's such a picture of what actually happens on Christmas Day meal. Yeah, All the pieces exactly. of the puzzle that come yeah. together to make this happen. You were just talking about y'all started off in the Little Low area there and living free. You didn't have a kitchen, you know, as Thomas oh, yeah. said you didn't y'all
3: have didn't
4: hot have, water. Yeah, when yeah. it started. No kitchen. <laughs> I mean,
1: <it's> bad. <laughs> not a lot of resources other than just the community coming right. by to have a meal that day. Yeah. it's just morphed into this blessing yes. for the entire community. So that's yes. a it's an awesome picture of what that looks like when the community comes together and oh, yeah. that, that puzzle seems to be oh, yeah, we had people
3: it. show up that had not ever been before. Um, we had people who helped that had never helped before and. I love that because they really get to see what what it takes yeah. and how many people it takes I mean that one lady and I wish I could remember her name um, she came in and went straight to washing dishes and she washed dishes the entire day huh. I mean that was her job and I mean and we needed that uh, she didn't really want to do the cooking or helping or you know um, plate and she wanted to wash dishes and so that's just what we needed um, so it was just and then um, there was uh, the high school had their clothes closet open, so we had, you know, people getting clothes. And so it was just a great day. It was another just amazing day.
1: So a big success for the local community. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cold weather, so you got to yeah. come in at and, and a warm place yeah. to have a home-cooked meal, mm-hmm. to have home-type fellowship in a, a personal environment. Man, that's just, a, just yeah. a picture of what the local community does and supports. And I'm thankful yeah. to you guys, you and Tommy, Larry Betts, you know, Brandon Quinn, oh, yeah. the school the schools here, it's just amazing to see that they still put God and family and community all together and make a priority of that. Oh, for
3: sure. And that's what I was thinking. You know, we are so blessed to live where we can still, I mean, we celebrate Christmas because of the birth of Jesus. I mean, we have fun with the gifts and the Santa and all that, but the only reason we do it is because of of the birth of Jesus. And so for school to allow us to come in and They know that's why we're doing it. We're sharing hope because of the hope of the Lord. That's it. um, It's just, it was a great day. And we had people who called and either couldn't get here or whatever. So we had people who'd never even helped before were delivering food. I bet we delivered probably 50 or 60 plates. So, and we got phone calls. I got text messages thanking me for that. So it was just, it was just a great day. Well,
1: I know the guys at the Freedom Center for the last two years have had a Mm -hmm. chance and opportunity to take place in that. And I've heard some of the testimonies from the guys saying that even last year and this year, that that was one of the biggest blessings of the Christmas season for them because they got to give back they got to serve. And they say Christmas kind of took on a different meaning for them. You know, they were away from their family and felt like they were, that's it. They were alone away from their family and they're, and they're going through this hardship and this trying time in life, but they come together and you see other people who are just, you know, pitching in and serving and have a servant's heart and then allowed to be a part of that. And, yeah. you know, the, the joy that that brings is really unexplainable. And that seems to be everybody's general consensus yeah, that had to have any part in yeah,
3: it. Yeah. It's hard to feel sorry for yourself when you're helping others, when you see that they need help and that, you know, you're doing that.
1: Well, that's it. And, uh, you know, that is the hope and that is the embodiment of it in itself is that whenever life stops being about me, and we start to share that hope of Christ who always made it about others, who made the servant's heart come to life. And, man, that's a, that's an encouragement. It's yeah. an encouragement. Guys, I just heard her say they they fed 450 plates to the prison inmates, 350 or so to-go plates to make the 800 total to-go.
3: We ran out of to-go plates. Mm-hmm. We had 800 of those. Mm-hmm. And then we started wrapping like just the normal plate. So I don't know how many we fed together, yeah, and, but uh, Tom, and then I don't know how many we ate in there. It was a lot.
1: So so there it is, a thousand, eleven, twelve hundred 1,200 yeah. plates that yeah. the local community, the heart of Maria and Tommy, and, and just the encouragement that comes from Christ outpouring in our local community and having a fun, uh, home-like place for folks who didn't have nowhere to go on Christmas. I was talking to my family this week and, you know, Christmas is not always happy for everyone else and I, and I never did realize that because it really illuminates some of the shortcomings in some families and other families it just illuminates oh, stuff yeah. yeah right but whenever you're doing something like that giving back it, it's really putting the picture of what Jesus called us to be and and that's servants for others so yeah
3: I couldn't be more thankful for how our community hey, came together man. every walk of life every person from whether they made a cupcake or made a donation or made a delivery or whatever. We just couldn't have done it without them.
1: Well, that's it. I've, I've, uh, I have I've grew up right up the road there in Tennessee, but I've since I've been part of the local Corinth, North Mississippi community, I've marveled at how they come together and the heart that they have to give ever since we started the Freedom Center thing. And anything that I've gotten a, just a blessing out of being a part of here, it always just puts joy in my heart to see people give back the way they do right here in the local community. So None of this could have happened without the local community. None of this could have happened without people volunteering to serve. They said they had probably seventy-five percent of the volunteers were new volunteers. Yeah, yeah so we had a lot of new. Volunteers. That's amazing, yes. and that just uh, yeah, that just that. encourages mm-hmm. people for next yes. year because yes. I've not yet heard anybody say that they went and did this and regretted going. Oh, yeah. So you know, that, that just builds the turnout for next year. So we're thankful to that, uh, thankful to the Betts family, absolutely. Uh, the principal there at Alcorn Central opening the doors. Mm-hmm. It's just been a blessing of a holiday season for the Living Free family, for the guys at the Freedom Center, for the Wilson family, and, and all of us here that have anything to do with the uh, local ministries. but uh, we couldn't do it without the community. and we're thankful for that. We couldn't do it without the sponsors. We have sponsors here for our show. It's been a, It's been a good year, Bobby. Another year's behind us, and we're coming into a new year. So you guys keep our, keep our local sponsors here in your heart going into the next next year. We can uh, always support and shop local, but we're thankful to Wilco Real Estate Group. Maria, your group always supports us, and we're thankful to you for that. Crosswind Ministries, Nick Bain and his law office, Gatlin's Pharmacy and Tishomingo, Daniel Arthur and the local subways, and Living Free Ministries. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back to uh, talk with Robbie Crane and his son, Jordan.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
5: Hey, folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car and Mattress Furniture Alley, right here on Highway 72 in Car and Mississippi. First of all, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas, and Santa come and slash prices at our store. Listen up. Any king or queen mattress at our store listed for $6.99, you take $300 off of it. You heard me right. We also have twins and fulls for $99. We've got queen mattresses for $149. All of our furniture is 25% off. Listen, Santa said you had to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
0: now back to hope with tommy wilson bobby caps and wesley
1: jackson hey guys welcome back here to our weekly show hope we uh we just heard an update about our christmas day meal and we've got two other guys here in the booth with us that we're going to be interviewing today bobby we're coming up on the this is the last thursday of the year and we talked earlier it's been a big year we've had a bunch of folks on the show that have Really shared their hope over the course of this last year. You know, we always have Gary on. We had the sheriff on. and We have a lot of local heroes, really, that come in here and just share what the Lord's been doing in their life and, uh, and through them in the community. Well, that's no different than the guy we got in here today. We had Robbie on the show, I guess. Somewhere around May, June, Robbie? Yeah,
2: May or June, somewhere in there.
1: And, uh, you know, tell the folks what we were talking about that day. Give them a little update on what was going on at that time in your life. Yeah,
2: so, uh, man, well, first of all, it's good to be here. Yeah. Love hanging out with you guys, and uh, Tommy Wilson's supposed to be here. You know, he invited me, and he didn't show up. I don't know. what. Tommy
1: just lost his job. Maria's. she's the replacement, it yeah, seems like. Yeah, you guys
2: <laughs> seem like you're doing a better job anyway, so... <laughs> No, I came in, been good friends with Tommy and, and Bobby uh, for years, uh, pastored here in the area in Tishamingo for a number of years, but when we came in May or June, whenever that was, we were getting ready to go to uh, Senegal, Africa. The Lord is, uh, the Lord called us to uh, to uh, go out and send us to Africa. We spent a lot of years as pastor and, and uh, preparing people, planting churches here, yeah. sending out uh, missionaries, sending out church planters, things of that nature. We were always the senders, but at this uh, season in our life, the Lord decided it was time for us to be the goers. So uh, we were getting ready when we were here before to uh, land in Senegal, and we did. Uh, July 22nd, I think, is when we landed there. So we've been there about five months oh, in five uh, Dakar, months. Senegal.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So so let me let me get that right. Local Tishomingo guy has been planted there majority of his life. Yep. Uh, gets the call to up and leave and just heads to Africa. That's right.
2: That's, that's kind of we like I said, man. For years, we sent people, you know, we yeah. plant, planted people locally, planted to help plant a few churches mm. here in uh, Montana, uh, sent people across the globe. But uh, yeah, at this stage of life, the Lord said, Now it's time for you to do it.
4: Well, and, and Wesley, look, you know, our first segment was all about sent people, too. Yeah. That's it. You know, Jesus said, Look, you know, I'm sending you. Yeah. And so, you know, He sends us to feed people that are lonely. That's right. Uh, and He sends us to. You know, start rehabs and help people get out of the ditch. That's it. That's and, it, he, and he sends us to Africa, you know, and he sends us to Turkey. He sends us around the world. He sends us right in our own home. That's it. And uh, we're a sent people. I mean, yeah, and one of the, the things, thing. there's a missionary calling on every single believer. Yeah. Jesus said, my father sent me. I'm sending so that's you. Sending that's you. it. Period. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so Jordan's here, young man going to college. Yeah. The Lord sent him too. Mm. He don't know where to right. maybe yet. You know what I mean, and but right now he's been sent to Mobile, Alabama.
7: Yeah, you know, and it, we're a sent it's people. It. It's not about and location, exactly. It's really well, not about and
4: location. and I, it's exciting. I mean, you know, I'm all digging this Senegal thing. Don't get me wrong. I I think it's cool, and and uh, and and I'm very thankful that God sent one of our own. I prepared him here, equipped his heart here. I uh, gave him a burden for. Uh, caring for people uh shaped him here i'm glad that he did and i'm glad that he sent him to senegal to Mm -hmm. to bring uh, that gift uh himself uh to the people there but it really is this whole deal i want you to hear this is that you know our volunteers all these new ones that showed up and all the people who cooked and helped and all the people who you talked about wes who give and who take care of us you know that's just being sent people. That's all it That's is. It. And and the deal is, is that and 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 you people that are listening to me, God sent you. And he's, and and he sins by calling, right? I mean, you know, so there's a burden. So it's right. like, you know, Maria had this burden. She was like, mm-hmm. Grandma died, and man, I feel that loneliness. And and but then when she looked out across her community, she goes, Wow, there's a lot of loneliness. Mm-hmm. And God sent her. He called her through her own loneliness. And send her through the loneliness of others, right? I mean, and that's just a simple story. I it, it, People like, is like, well, why do you do what you do? I don't know, you know. Okay. I mean, I've been burdened. I've been burdened, and that burden is a call. Uh, and I've been sent. And that's just simple, you know. And, and, and so, Robbie, you've been sent to Senegal. Yep. And uh, like... What is the Lord? What are you shaping over there? You know, yeah. what's happening over there? Tell us about
2: it. Right. Well, I love it. Let me you just piggyback what you said about being sent. I mean, that, that's the thing. It's, it has nothing to do with location. It has everything to do with wherever God wants you. That's why our son's in Mobile. Yeah. He's worked at uh, LOV, Light of the Village, inner city mission down there yeah. for a number of years. And it's just about wherever the Lord puts you. So at this season of our life, uh, he put us in Senegal. What are we doing? We're working with Dakar Academy. The Dakar Academy, it's in the capital city. It's, uh, it's a K-12 high school, which actually we have three campuses, uh, two in our city, one in an adjacent city, and we've got two co-op campuses in uh, Guinea, country close by, and a co-op campus in Liberia. Our goal is what we're doing, K-12 schools, uh, they're Western, North American-type schools. They, um, most of them exist for missionaries that are on the field. Across West Africa, Central Africa, North Africa, in the hard places where maybe the kids can't be with their families, or uh, families are in situations where they can't homeschool. So their they're kids. boarding school. Uh, we, we do it okay. is our, our main campus is a boarding okay. school where my my central hub. My, my role, I'm the head chaplain and kind of like um, district team director. I, I'm I'm over the spiritual development and the spiritual uh, nourishment of all of our campuses. Cool. That's really what I do. But our main campus is a boarding school. Uh, our, our our second campus in the city is more of a missional school. We That school is planted in the downtown hub in the business arena, which is predominantly Muslim to no faith at all. So the majority of our kids at that school uh, are not Christian. They don't know the gospel. Mm. So the teachers there, the whole system there is more missional impact. Mm. Uh, our Liberia and our Guinea campuses are more they're not boarding schools, but they, they exist to take care of the missionaries' kids, kids while, yeah. they, while they advance the mission through uh, predominantly in those areas, it's through uh, medical hospitals and things of that nature. Yeah. So, and we have a school now that's south of us, and it, it's a missional school. Are so. there a
4: lot of missionaries in y'all's region? Do you we yeah, have oh, yeah. a lot of kids. Oh, yeah. 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 So
2: our our one campus, our our central campus, we have about 300, uh, 300 plus students oh, wow. on our campus.
4: That's a lot of missionaries. It yeah.
2: is. There's a lot of a lot of work. It's a hub. I mean, that, yeah. that's really what it yeah, is. Okay. It, it's a hub. Yeah, it's a
4: little bit more of a free country.
2: It is. Senegal is different. So it's it's the far if you look at the continent of Africa, it's the most Western country in West Africa. Matter of fact, the city of Dakar. We sit on the western tip. If you go any further west, you're standing in the ocean. Okay. But the whole country of Senegal—it's a unique dynamic. To, I don't know how else to say it. It's a kind of a sweet spot. Now, all right, let me think. Think this way, Bobby. You—you've had connection to Kenya mm-hmm. and Uganda. Kenya and Uganda are heavy Christian yeah, countries.
4: Like, Uganda, I mean, like they, you go to the Jesus Saves Barbershop. Exactly. So <laughs> Senegal <laughs> is
2: not that way. Senegal is about 95 to 98 percent Muslim. So it is not a Christian country. Yeah. But the, the weird. But it's dy- not antagonistic. It's not the yeah. weird dynamic. There is uh, Senegal welcomes and allows all religions and faiths to coexist together peacefully. Yeah. Which, in one sense, is a good thing considering where we are. Yeah. It makes the advancing of the gospel there hard because yeah. everybody's fine with everybody being there. Yeah. So the work is hard. In, in, you in, do in you. I'll do me. That's you know, it. Yeah. That's, I mean, you literally have a Catholic church, a Christian church, and a and a, and a mosque can be within yeah. the on the same block. Yeah. And it's no big deal to any of them. So it is a little hard to uh, to see the gospel advance rapidly in our country, but what we are seeing happen is it's more of a hub and a launching place to launch into North Africa. And Launch into not necessarily East Africa but towards the southern well part and
4: of and into countries that are definitely close to the gospel, exactly, definitely have laws against evangelizing, that's etc. etc. Yeah, yeah.
2: So you got tons of our students that their moms and dads are in those countries, yeah. That's so yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Yeah, it's well, Jordan,
4: man, you're you work at, you're at a mission in
7: right here in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. yeah, tell us, tell us about what your work is. Well, uh, I work with a Ministry called Light of the Village. I've been there about six years, and um, hopefully, I'll be getting to do some more stuff with them uh, as time goes on. But we're at, uh, Inner City Ministry down there in Mobile, specifically uh, the city of Pritchard, um, and even more than that, we're called Light of the Village because we're in a neighborhood called Alabama Village. It's the neighborhood with the highest crime rate in the state oh, of nice. Alabama. So we we serve the underserved and impoverished areas of the of the city. Um, cool. What down type down there, of ministry? Um, man, I mean, like you, our, you, you know, just like you. Name what, what are it, the stuff that you're you elbows name it, up We in? do it. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, like we were already talking about serving uh, serving food and stuff to prisoners. Well, we have a Thanksgiving Eve uh, meal for the entire community and okay, stuff, where cool. we we serve the community because I mean, like it is it is a lot of uh, poor. A poor area and stuff, but like, is we have it a local church or is it a not for profit? It's a non profit uh, okay. ministry, it is so kind of a, a parachurch ministry. And we, uh well, we have after school programs, we do stuff with okay. kids, cool. we have a teen night with teenagers, uh, community lunch each week, and really just you name it, we do it. Somebody needs to get a driver's license, we help with that. Somebody Good. needs to get a job. we. We help with that, but the most important thing we do, of course, is share the faith, hope, and love of Jesus Christ. Because we say this when I do volunteer orientations and stuff. I always say, uh, like our our leader, he always says, um, we're not a faith based ministry; we're a Christ centered ministry. Good. Because yeah. faith can can mean, you know, faith in what well, we say. Yeah. We have faith in the Jesus of the Bible. Our our main verse is John eight twelve. Jesus spoke to them again. I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Mm -hmm. So all the good that we do um, is great, and we want to help our community, but we want to show them how to walk in that light of Jesus Christ. Awesome, Jordan.
4: See? Everybody's sent, and I think um, it's good mm -hmm. to hear you guys and... Take us into a break, Wes.
1: Yeah, well, Bobby, I
4: was just sitting here thinking,
1: we talked about that puzzle picture coming together a while ago, and that's just a perfect illustration of what it looks like when the scent people that are answering the call... Mm They're, each one is a piece of this puzzle. And for the big picture to come together, we have to be obedient to the call. And that's that's what I see in you, Robbie, and your yeah. family. It's encouraging to see somebody to just step out in faith. And, and it's it. all for the gospel, like Amen. Jordan said. That's, that's why we
2: do what we do, so that the name of Christ is known. Well, that's
1: it. It's always to glorify God that's and never ourselves. In. But, but I do admire your willingness to step out, and I'm thankful for you. Uh, we're going to take a break, guys. We just heard a segment here with Robbie Crane and his son Jordan. If you guys may have a question for them, Don't hesitate to text us. Our text number is 662-603-9829. That's 662-603-9829. If you want to text one of these guys a question, maybe ask about how you can get involved or what's going on in their ministry and in their mission, uh, don't hesitate to text. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break.
8: This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is quite simply, what type of help? Baines and Bowen. Attorneys at Law are proud to be a part of this program. At
0: Baines and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen. Attorneys at Law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Capps, and Wesley
1: Jackson. Well, welcome back here to our show, Hope. We've got Robbie Crane and his son, Jordan, in the studio here with us. And we've been talking about Robbie's call to Africa and how he's answered the call and, uh, what that's looked like over the last six months, Rob. You said you moved out there about in July. Right. And uh, moved into Dakar Academy, mm-hmm. kind of as a director in uh, the gospel and the theology of the school. Right. That's it. And um, so you're saying that you're living in a predominantly Muslim territory. Right. Big city. You just said off air that there's three and a half million people there in Dakar.
2: Yeah, and it's packed in. So Dakar, Senegal, It Dakar, the city itself, takes up less than 1% of the geographic region of the country, mm. but 25% of the population of the country lives there. So, yeah, it's uh, three and a half million people, but on a small piece of land.
1: That's it. And, and it's you said 95% predominantly
2: 95, Muslim. 95 to 98% Muslim.
1: Okay, so a guy moving from the South, the Bible Belt, if you would, over to a place that is 95% predominantly Muslim. What's that been like for
2: you? Uh, well, it's interesting, yeah. uh, to say the least. It's It's been easier than we expected. The thing about Senegal, I, I know from growing up here in the South, right, you hear Muslim, you hear Islam. Yeah. And the first thing you think of because of media and everything else is the uh, extreme, uh, extremist... You know, you think of all the, the negative, the bad, all that stuff, but the, the, I don't know, it's a strange thing in Senegal. It is predominantly Muslim, but the country allows uh, all faiths, all religions, mm-hmm. all ideologies to coexist together. In harmony,
1: so there's some tolerance of other
2: people's. Y'all have the coexist
4: bumper sticker, or we have what the coexist bumper sticker. I, we don't. Yeah. I've ne- yeah. I
2: haven't seen that bumper yeah, sticker, true. but it definitely is there. They,
4: yeah, it's. You know, I
2: think it's something that the Lord has done. To be honest yeah. with you, I mean, obviously God works through the hearts and and lives of all kinds of people. It's just a spot right now in a predominantly Muslim area where uh, Christianity is is allowed, uh, tolerated. We, we can preach the gospel um, now you will you will get resistance and things of that nature but uh, you know at the end of the day I think God has allowed it because it's a launching place to propagate the gospel in some really tough areas
1: yeah so that's yeah. that that's what it is it's, it's a tough area
2: it, it tough in the sense of preaching the gospel again 95 percent Islam the fact that they allow um, all faiths to exist there mm-hmm so it makes the, it makes living there easier. We don't experience the persecution that you might think of for preaching the gospel, but we we, we, we experience uh, indifference. Yeah, um, Kind of you do as Bobby said, you do your thing, I'll do mine. Uh, it's hard to get the gospel to penetrate the hearts and lives of the people there. But it's, uh, it's something we get to do. And the fact that it's a, a really a, it's an international hub, it's a, it's a port city, it's a capital yeah. city, so all nations are there. The work we do with our three schools, and well, our three schools plus our co-ops, the cool thing, what I get to do on a weekly basis, I get to preach the gospel to at least 54 nations mm-hmm. every week.
1: What about, cool. what about a language barrier? Is there any kind of
2: yeah, there you know, is hurdle a to get over there? Absolutely. So now our, our school system is an English-speaking school because yes. it's, it's, a, it's a Western model. It's English-speaking. So the work I do day-to-day basis, uh, it's English, which is really good because that's my only language. But the, the, the national language is French, yeah. and then you have your tribal languages. In Senegal, it's predominantly Wolof. So we have a lot of Wolof and French and Wolof and French mixture going on. So you're having a conversation or trying to learn the language. You're in the store having a conversation with a guy. You're practicing French, and he switches from French to Wolof mid-sentence. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know that word. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's the other language. So, yeah, you, it, it's it's hard. Are your
4: uh, are the missionaries uh, primarily from the United States or are they from all around the world All around the world.
2: There's a heavy Korean influence there. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. We saw that
4: in Turkey too. Uh, I mean yeah. They had come and prayer walked Pastor Cho's church, you uh-huh. know, the, yeah. the big church right. there. They had come and prayer walked for a decade in, in uh, Turkey. Yes. Hadn't even planted any churches. Right. They just would send massive teams to prayer walk. Yeah. And by the time we got there in about 2000, when they first finished uh, publishing the Bible in their language for the first time, the yes. whole Bible— um, it, it, the Korean presence was really strong. There's a, there's
2: a large Korean presence on our school campuses and, and in West Africa right now. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool.
4: Yeah. So not just American, uh, no. 54 uh nations, 54, 54 different nations. nations and, and so you're primarily caring for the, the children of missionaries, but those missionaries are not, are coming from all around the world, all around the world to, uh, to, uh, preach the gospel in
2: Senegal. which is primarily North Africa, yeah. Central in, Africa. In the, that's yeah. the hub, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the launching awesome. pad. Yeah. That's really cool. My, and my work is not really with the students. I, I mean, I'm with the kids yeah. a lot. I, I lecture in some of their classes. Chapel. I do that some, but my primary work is among the, the faculty, the staff, okay. and teachers. Okay. To, what we're doing is equipping. When the school started, you would say something like this. They would bring in teachers who were Christians which is a good thing, right? So it's a sure. Christian school. But we're trying to change that model, and we want missionaries who teach. Yeah, Think about that. Not just a Christian teacher, but a missionary who gets it that I am a sent person. So yeah. I'm there, yes, as a teacher, but I'm there to propagate the gospel mm-hmm. and to, to instill the gospel in these kids good. as they go back Solid. to those 54 yeah. countries. So part of my role is to not only uh, to develop and equip those those teachers that we bring in. So I'm even here recruiting too many, you know, if you have so, a, so if you're the, a teacher. So the,
4: one of the wor- one of the things that you're doing, honestly, is a culture shift. Yes. Where you're shifting uh, the teachers into missionaries. That's where it. not yeah. only are you a missionary, you know, in the sense that you're actually caring for the souls of these kids god's given us but you're also a missionary because we live in a town that needs christ absolutely and and so and teaching them how to move that past the school boundary that's the you point. know into senegal if right. you will where they're planted right awesome man that's that's legit
2: that's the thing we want we we want people to come there to teach yes to be teachers in a in a, in a uh, elementary level middle yeah. school level high school we want that and because we're going to educate kids, we want to yeah. prepare them to go to college somewhere. But we want to prepare those kids for the mission of the gospel. So we want to see teachers who are missionaries and use the platform of teaching as a way to propagate the gospel. Awesome. Yay! Say so, hey, I, like I said, I'm here to recruit That's too. Strong, so man. you know, if you got some people who uh, you want to teach, someone you feel a call on your heart that God's saying, "Man, I, I want to go this somewhere." Y- I met
4: this young guy, man, and he goes to, like immobile Mobile. You yeah. know your verse works at a leisure. Exactly. Reef's there. Well, I now I, I, mean, I he's you
2: know what? right. I brought Pickets, my son you know? over there last week I, just I, the, I got I got the visit actually. <laughs> yeah, he did. So I've been there already. The week All before right, we dude. came home for Christmas vacation, he was going to be home about 10 days before we got here, so we flew him over to Senegal cool. so he got to see the place and yeah, so I'd, lo- I'd love. Was that the, cool? Uh, what was your thoughts to it? Was, what
7: was your fr- what was your brand new eyes view of it? Man, it was it was cool. i had been to Africa before, Kenya and uh, Uganda, so but that was mostly rural and, and the bush area. So I didn't know what to expect. And you get down there and it's hot, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm used to this. And then uh, but get in the city there, and it was pretty crazy. I mean, like it's 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 wild down there, a lot of traffic and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, you know. I I could live there. Yeah. Like, I, I see how they do it. I see how they do it. It's it's not like oh living in Africa something like crazy. They're, yeah, we're not in a mud hut. Yeah, yeah or I mean like it's, it's, you're not out with the <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. Exactly. See, I've been I've been out there, and I was We've like, I don't know, I don't know what to expect, but yep. um, but no, it's uh, it's definitely a step of faith for them, but at the same time, it's uh, very cool. Well, I got, to, cool. And I got what to go we see love how about what God's
4: doing with you, Jordan, is that He's shaping your heart, man, and He's teaching you. Uh, and he's equipping you, not only through your education, but also f- with boots on the ground for the six years mm-hmm. you've been in your ministry there. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, who knows what the Lord's going to do. But we're glad that, you're, that God's doing with you what Thank he you. is doing with you. Absolutely. You right now.
2: Man, we are thankful, just our family in general. You know, just oh, we're talking about the holidays mm-hmm. and our, our wife and I getting to come home our son, you know, living on mission, our daughter too, she, she and her husband, her husband, yeah. uh, he's actually the uh, head chaplain or chaplain here now at one of the hospice here in Corinth. And he's also, uh, like the associate pastor youth minister guy at new prospect church now in Iuka. So they're, you know, they're, they're living on my, my He's living on mission. And that's why I say, it's not yeah, about yeah. location. My daughter and her husband are serving here in Corinth and in Iuka, My son's serving in mobile we're in senegal it has nothing to do with location it has everything to do with the calling that we're sent so lord where do you want me and Mm. that's where i'll put myself
4: and and and, and really just being in the moment and realizing Mm -hmm. that the lord the lord put us here in this studio this morning yep you know what i mean (laughs) and and and, i mean like he didn't put you know he, he everything that he's doing, he's putting us wherever we are that day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and all of it is for his own purposes. That's mm-hmm. it. Which he yeah. planned out beforehand. That's it. Mm-hmm. And these works that we would do them to mm-hmm. glorify him and to bring honor to his son. And, that'll preach. You know, I mean, like, and, and so whew, that'll That's preach, a- man. That's good. And, that, and so, on that note, uh, let's uh, thank our sponsors and take a break. Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> uh, so, we're, we're so glad about our sponsors: uh, we uh, Gatlin Pharmacy and the Subways, and Nick Baines Law Office, and the ministries that support us, and Maria Wilson's will. Uh, Realty. And we're just uh, glad about uh, all of you. We really are thankful that you keep us on the air so that we can share the hope of the Lord Jesus uh, into the community in the Mm -hmm. moments that God has given us. And so uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with our last segment.
0: Bain Bowen, Attorneys at Law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Baines & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
5: Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Furniture Alley, right here on Highway 72 in Car Mississippi. First of all, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas, and Santa is coming slash prices at our store. Listen up. Any king or queen mattress at our store listed for $6.99, you take $300 off of it. You heard me right. We also have twins and fulls for $99. dollars we got queen mattresses for $149. All of our furniture is 25% off. Listen, Santa said you had to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
8: Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat.
4: At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh.
0: Now back to Hope with Tommy
4: Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back, everybody, to our show. We've just been blessed today with... Uh, Pastor Robbie Crane, his son uh, Jordan, and uh, talking about the ministry uh, in Mobile, Alabama, and in Senegal, Africa, and and uh, I just wanted to say this: it, and we were saying that man, we haven't you know really. Uh, Gotten the Word of God in here, and of course and we realized that Jordan had saved us, and and, uh, and, <laughs> and and we were trying to be repentant, but realized that our young buck had, had bailed us out and had, yeah. had, and, and, had, and had been faithful to the, to the Lord. I, I want to say this to you, listen, uh, this is out of 2 Corinthians 9, and I want to speak to the community, uh, and uh, I, I really want to speak directly to you. Uh, now concerning the ministry to the saints... Uh, it's superfluous for me to write to you, for I know your willingness, about of which I boast to the Macedonians, that Ikea was ready a year ago, and your zeal was stirred up, mm. and you've been helping us. Listen, what Paul was talking about was this. It's the same thing that Wesley and I talk about every time we get a chance to. Wesley led the segment with this, is that... Uh, We live in a community whose zeal has been stirred up to give to the Lord and to care for his people. Um, I get to feed my family and to pay the bills uh, in my home because you want me here counseling. You want me here caring for the poor. You want me here sharing the gospel. Wesley gets to do the same uh, because you want him here leading the rehab. And you pay for us. You fund mm. us. Uh, you fund not only us. You you keep our lights on in our in our buildings. Uh, you take care of us. Not only do you do those things that you pay for us to be missionaries here in our own town, but you also provide the resources that we need to be able to take care of people mm-hmm. you provide the income that we need to be able to buy somebody a back, bus ticket back to their own home to be able to get a driver's license for somebody to be able to do all the things that Jordan was talking about I really did think of Crosswind a lot when I was mm-hmm. listening to you talk about your ministry down there yes, I mean. and and let me say this also that you guys and listen to me it's you guys who let Robbie go and are taking care of his family Absolutely. so that he can stay Absolutely. in Africa and so that he can develop missionaries out of teachers and so that he can equip them in the gospel and so that he can care for their souls. And you've been zealous to do that, and you've rejoiced in doing it. We can't, we're, we're constantly astonished uh, mm-hmm. at, the, at the liberty of spirit that God has given this town Oh, yeah. And and it is more blessed to give than to receive. But man, I have been I've been very few places in my whole life that actually get that. Yeah, yeah. you this town gets that, and it's yeah. superfluous for me to say it to you because you already know it. That's what Paul was saying. Right. I mean, like you guys know, you're givers, man, and this town is givers, and and we need uh, those ministries. You know it. You want us to do it, and you take care of us. And we need Robbie to be in Africa, and you've taken care of him. And we still need you to listen to the burden that Robbie has for Africa, the burden that he has for the teachers there, the burden that he has for the missionary work that's yet to be done in Senegal and yet to be done in North and West Africa, and you need to keep him there. And you do that by, by giving, uh, by encouraging him, uh, by getting involved with him, Robbie give us like an email some way that we can get in touch with you when we want to reach out and say man I want to be a part of what Robbie's doing in yeah. Africa give us some way to get connected to you and, and we also said that Tommy uh, he needs to do some penance for not being here today I he agree. put he put yeah. work over this important ministry yes he did right and and uh, so we need him to kind of lead the way and he'll, right. need, he'll need to text us in with a pledge amount and and, and, um, and, and uh, so the, he can suffer properly for his sins and and um, and uh, pay for them uh and and uh but um no robbie seriously yeah. seriously and i do mean this i do mean this i mean sure. you know we started out with thanksgiving uh, that you guys fed thousand people a oh, christmas yeah. meal that were yeah. lonely uh, not only in the prison but in the community that you guys uh, gave toys to You know, hundreds of homes during during the toy store that you guys, you know. Put us in our ministries and let us serve people that were in addiction in the Freedom Center. Let us serve people that were homeless and needed help through Crosswind. Let us open a counseling center mm-hmm. this last year. Yeah, yeah. This is also our first year of our counseling center being open all year. Awesome. And and you guys have done all this, every bit of it. It's it's y'all who've done it. We can't do it. Amen. Y'all have done it. That's it. And so, Robbie, we've got a couple minutes left. Tell people how to get in touch with you. And then why don't you close us in prayer and yeah. with a word from the Lord and uh, you got a couple minutes. Wrap us up. All right. Hey, I, I really appreciate the time
2: today, uh, Wesley and Bobby and even Tommy, who's not here. Really do appreciate you guys. So uh, to, to get in contact with us, because uh, we we exist on uh, supporters. We're support-based. I get a small stipend, about $750 a month. That, that's what we get to live. You can't live on that. So that's we have his to, paycheck. Yeah, right. So we have to raise <laughs> the rest of it. But if you want to connect with us and the work that we're doing It's uh, Robbie Crane, R-O-B-B-I-E-C-R-A-N-E 73, RobbieCrane73 at gmail.com, or you can uh, call me or text me, 662-279-0911. That puts you directly in contact with me, and I can tell you how. We work through RCE, that's our sending agency. We don't take any money directly. Everything goes into our agency and comes out fully accredited, fully accountable, so we don't touch anything. So it's all done the right way. That's how to how to Kane, with us. Crane, Robbie Crane seventy three at Gmail. Gmail. Mm-hmm. Right on, easy. Yeah, that's that's the easiest way to get in contact with us. So yeah, yeah, we would obviously appreciate the opportunity or or the help there, but really just to advance the gospel. That's why we're there. And I would take a moment even to recruit. I'm serious about that. If uh, if you would love to uh, an opportunity to uh, to go somewhere for the sake of the gospel. Yeah, you can do it through the platform of teaching. We also need chaplains. I need people who are called to preach the gospel and to be on mission to go. My role is to train chaplains, to train leaders, to train missionaries to go across West Africa. We can put you in Liberia, Guinea uh, Senegal and beyond. So there's a lot of work. Contact me. Let's have a conversation about that. So I'd love to do it. Thank you guys for the opportunity to be here today.
1: Well, Robbie, I've, uh, since I've known you, I've had the opportunity and privilege to sit around the table and talk about what the Lord has done in your life, what he's doing in my life, yeah. and, and the advancement of the gospel. And you've never done anything but been mission hearted and willing to step out in faith and lead and in spirit led. And I'm just thankful to, uh, to be able to know you and, uh, Follow the example that you've set before us as, as someone who steps out in faith. You know, folks, this guy was just the missions leader here just a year ago. The call came. He answered it quick, started to try to drum up some support. Yeah. You know, didn't know what that was going to look like. Right. Definitely wasn't doing it for financial gain. No, but you guys so, have been faithful. And and that's it. And, man, it's just an amazing way to see someone step out in faith and lead. And, and I love to see your your sons following it your yeah. son following yeah. that. thank you, Jordan, you know, the son-in-law. Your life for your missionary law It's so yes. encouraging for me, young in my faith, and, you know, in a lot of ways still green. But I, it's been a privilege to sit around and talk about God's Word and and the effect that yeah. it's had in your life. And I thank you for them two years that I did get Amen, to spend man, with
2: you. Well, today we're going to be at the Freedom Center yeah. with the guys getting the tea. I love what you guys do. I do. It's our Like I said, man, I can't express. I can't stress enough. It's not about location. Mm-hmm. It's about wherever you are, be there, be all there, yeah. and preach the gospel where you are. Well,
1: that's it. So, guys, if you're sitting out in your church, you want to get your church involved, your pastor sitting around listening right now, how do I get involved with Robbie? I can pray with Robbie. I can partner with him. I can send funds. You know, he. I don't know that you said this, but you committed to four years there. Right. We four did. years. Yeah, at
2: least four years. We'll so, see beyond that. That's it.
1: So yeah. you have to have, be supported that four years and funded for right. that four years to make this a success. So Absolutely. Guys, let's get behind this guy and uh let's lift him up to the throne and, and let's support him not only that way but with our wallets, Robbie. Good you deal. Take let, us me, out of here.
2: let me pray this out and I want to encourage you with the word Second Corinthians chapter five, the apostle Paul says if anybody's in Christ, he's a new creation. Amen. And then he said that we are ambassadors for mm-hmm. Christ, as though God were pleading through us for the world to be reconciled. You want to see the world reconciled? You want to preach the gospel to over 50 nations? Partner with me and let's go. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the privilege today Mm. to preach your gospel so that your name would be glorious and famous and magnificent in all nations. I thank you that we get to do it right here in northeast Mm. Mississippi and to the ends of the earth. And we pray, Lord, go with us as we bear witness to your name. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. amen.